Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. Each episode, we discuss a different photography subject. With my co-host Terry, we just try to make sense of some of the things we love about photography and some of the things that we don't love as much. Come join us. Welcome to this edition of Photo Mission Focus. Terry, how are you today? I'm pretty good today. Yeah, it's that's a good. good day. It's that's, a good day. That's good. Day. So we've been kind of spending our time in kind of isolation mode. Yes. Downturn in business because of what's happening in the world around us. So yeah. basically we can't do our normal, our normal stuff. Yeah. Like, so we, we're kind of forced to do some stuff. So which kind of is when you're forced into kind of isolation or, or limiting your movement. Mm-hmm. We thought about what things maybe people could practice and try at home. Yeah. And, and you had a thought about flat lay. Yeah. So we were, yeah, we were, we were, I was kind of like flat lays is something that you can do. You've got objects all around your house and it might be a skill that you want to enhance for your own business, whether yep. it be you're interested in taking on some business branding and it will be a nice little add on to those kinds of packages, whether you're a wedding photographer and it's something that you want to improve on. It, you just might like to take photos of nice things. You might yep. be baking a good cake yep. and doing a flat lay. There's a flat lay so of the ingredients. Things. Yeah. So, I mean, if you think think of flat lay as, story, as a storytelling mechanism. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can start off obviously with the items that you need to make the cake mm-hmm. and then as the cake, you know, progresses, progresses. progresses yeah. through and then obviously at the end result, is the cake cut up mm-hmm. on nice oh. plates with you know, the, the best silverware and that type of stuff. <laughs> but the interesting thing, and I know you do a bit of flat lay for your wedding work. Yep. And I'm not a flat lay photographer and at all, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty bad at it actually. <laughs> One of the things I know about flat lay is that the yeah. composition yeah. is important, how, yeah. you, how you arrange the objects. And it can be pretty tricky to get that composition right. And, and I'm thinking this is a really good time where you can take, say, a number of objects mm-hmm. and you can lay them in different mm. combinations mm-hmm. and photograph them and, and, and try and work out which, which ones work. Yeah, absolutely. So you can look at lots of different things like the shape of your objects, how many you've got, yep. where you want to place them, how they connect with each other. Yep. And do you think number is important to have to have a... Me personally, yes. Yes. Um, I like to work with odd numbers for some yep. reason. They work a lot better photographically yep. for me personally. And that's because apparently like in nature, predominantly there's more odd so mm. if you get a flower, it's got an odd number of petals mm-hmm. rather than even. So I suppose the thought is that we're preconditioned to seeing stuff. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, that. absolutely. And other things that, that I use as well for my flat lays and kind of consider is my backgrounds, how they're yes. going to relate to those objects, how, how they're going to interact with that story that I'm trying to tell. So you want them to compliment. I mean, you're not yeah. Gonna, so if you're, if you're telling a really upbeat thing, you're not going to put it on a black no. background. No, and your lighting also has a big impact on, on how your image is going to come out. So if you're doing, I've done some flat lay work for some hairdressing uh, salons before. Yep. And so we use really bright, fresh, vibrant ideas with that. So the objects are bright and our backgrounds are really clean and crisp. So yep. it's got that really nice design element to it, but kind of just kind of not clinical, but clean and crisp. So it emulates what you'd expect to see in a salon. So that well, kind of, that's, that's the story. I mean, yeah. if it's messy and... 
Would you want to go to that song? That's right. Uh-uh. It's messy and confused looking. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to send the right message, is it? That That's right. And there's lots of different types of flat lays you can do. You can actually, you can do it from from literally from a bird's eye view. You could yep. take a different approach where you're kind of taking it from a different angle. the challenges are with you as a photographer casting shadows over your yes. flat Yes. Yeah. And also, you know, there's some techniques you can use with your tripods where you can set it up so that your camera's actually facing down. Yes. Uh, if you've got one of those flip, it, it's I've a tripod. Tri- I've got two of my tripods you can flip out and do yeah. that. Yeah. So you, you can have the camera yep. out and shooting straight down. Yeah. There. Yeah. Just remember to put some weights on the bottom. Yeah. Of... Use, your, use your sandbags. Yeah. And... Absolutely. If you don't have sandbags, just kind of well, make, just, make just remember, shift most people, if you've got those, if you've actually, and this is a little hack, mm-hmm. if you've got one of those photographers, um, one of those tripods that can do that, typically in the centerpiece, there's a little pull down hook. Yes. Right. Spring There is hook. too. Yeah. Hang your camera bag on it. That's a great idea. Throw bunch of books or something in there. Or Grab a carton of milk and use the handle. Yeah, something like that. You know, <laughs> yeah. yeah, just something to, to counter yeah. counterweight. So you might yep. have sandbags to sandbag it. But. Yeah, and so what you can do in that respect is you literally photograph it on the floor. You yep. can put a piece of wood, get a great piece of ply, paint it up. You can even use things like corner cement with a little bit of colour paint through it to yep. cre- create texture. And I, and I wanted to talk about texture because mm. I know there's a technique that you use with you use mm. um, little spaces to move. St- yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it, I do. I actually raise items up so they're at different heights to create that textural element yep. if I've if I'm doing it that way. So that works really well when you're photographing things like stationery, jewellery as well sometimes. You can actually put little step-ups underneath things. And so they can be any any kind of little square item. I use little kind of like... Craft squares, I guess that's the best way to explain it. Yeah, little blocks of wood. Yeah, tiny blocks of wood. So you can pretty much use anything. I used to use scraps of paper. I'd fold them up so that they would they would oh, just create a bit of a height. Yes. Yeah. But I keep those in my camera bag at all times. It's another yeah. little little tip and trick. Is, is okay. Bluetack handy as well? Bluetack's amazing, especially when you're photographing jewellery that doesn't want to sit still. You can put the tiniest, tiniest touch of Bluetack underneath just, it. Just to get it in that position. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because you don't want things moving around because you spend ages just yep. making it perfect. Yeah. Making things sit where you want it to. You look through the camera and it might not might not quite look right through the camera, so you move it again. And again, and that's again. about the composition. And I think that's the, that's the skill of creating a beautiful flat light mm. is having the elements laid out in mm-hmm. a pleasing format. Yeah, and take your time. We've yep. got plenty of that at the moment. We're pretty spoiled for that. So practice, 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 pull yep. it apart, put it back together, pull it apart, put it back together. It'll be different each time. Yep. And do, and do you think sometimes like in a flat lay, I mean, you see sometimes there's, there's a theme. Yeah. You know, they say everything, everything in the flat lay interconnects. Yes. So yeah. everything leads on to the next bit. Yeah, yeah. Like so an example of how I use flat lays for weddings, it would be like the groom's details or the bride's details. So it would be a combination of shoes, ties, belts, aftershave, rings, anything like that. And you can create flat lays with that. And I also pull in elements of my environment. So when I'm doing doing a flat lay at a wedding, if they're getting ready in a really beautiful, tranquil location, I'll try and pull elements from outside in whether And this is probably an area for wedding photographers that they may not have thought of. That's right. Because Taking the bottle of aftershave that groom's wearing on the day, mm. that's going in in that photograph. That's going to have really significance to that couple. Mm, absolutely. Other people looking at it, maybe not so. Yeah. But, but for them, it's a real personal point. Yeah. I often hear couples say, "I don't need the aftershave photo or whatnot." But after talking to them, you find out: is that your favorite aftershave? Yes. Were you given that as a gift? You know, there's real relevance to having that in part of their storyline, unless it is just the links that they picked up the night before at the. 
at the Seven Eleven. So Brute Thirty Three. Don't mind me a bit of Brute Thirty Three, actually. But they're really key components as well for any flat lay. If you're doing it for a client, is asking them questions about why they want those elements in there. What significance does it yep. play to that? And sometimes it's going to be up to you to add other elements to balance. That's it. right. Because, that's right. Because obviously it's about trying to sometimes balance it out. Yeah, that's exactly right. And if you're playing with flat lays at home, ask yourself the same question. Is this object going to connect? Is it going to have a relevant piece in the story that, yep. that I'm trying to portray on this flat lay? It might just be about all the lipstick colours that I've yep. collected in the last five years. And one of the good things is DIY home thing to do, particularly mm-hmm. during these times of people having extended times to do stuff, mm. is that quite often there's a dining room table that very rarely gets used. Like yeah. you're, not, you're not really going to have dinner guests over at the moment no. with COVID-19. You're going to have... Turn it into your project table. Yeah, use a project, which means you can set it up and it can sit there for days and days and days. And some sometimes, like, and we've talked about this, sometimes when you're, like, editing a photo, you just can't quite get it right. So you just shut it down, you go away. Yeah. You come back the next day and you look at it and go, ah, oh, I know what's wrong. Yeah, yeah. I know what's wrong now. Yeah. I know what I need to do to make this image look exactly. great. Exactly. And that's, you know, it's a perfect time to practice because yep. you don't get the luxury of time when you're on a job. No. So you can lay your flat layout. You can leave it there overnight and you can come and look at it in the morning and go, no, it's still not working mm. for me. Shuffle the elements around to try and get the balance and try and get that feel in it. Mm. And like I said, if you practice something long enough, you actually start to make your own formula. How Absolutely. To make yeah. Yeah. Get some feedback from from others as well. Like, go, there's something about this I just can't get right. Yeah, Does anyone some, have any suggestions? Some, there's something about this that just I want to keep looking at it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What is it? What is it that, what's the element? Yeah, yeah. And, so, and sometimes it's the symmetry between the items, you know. Yes. Uh, there's an interesting phenomenon with us quite often when we see random patterns and stuff, mm-hmm. we'll quite often see a face. Yeah. How many times have you looked at something and you look at it and go, oh, that looks like there's a face yeah. in that rock. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or, or something else. You... All the little, like even subliminal messages when you create something as well. Yes. It's like, yeah, as well as image associations. I've, I've got this picture that I took in um, a place called um, Bunnendore in, in New South Wales. It's, yeah. It's a country town. And I took this, I was up very early um, and I went out and did a bit of street shooting. Anyway, I took this shot of this kind of not overly stupendous scene bit of gardens and stuff. Yep. Took this shot and I, yeah, I thought that's nice. Take that, take that, take that. And there was a lot of stone buildings and stuff and that's really got me interested. But when I got home and I downloaded these images, mm. I'm looking at this shot and I can see this face. Yeah. In the trees on this building. I'm yeah. Going, was there someone? <laughs> no, there wasn't someone there. So, so, I zo- so I zoom in on it. So, you know, you got the luxury obviously on the computer of, on a zoom, there's nothing there. It's just the it, shadows. It's shadows of leaves. Yeah, and the positioning. It looks like someone's standing wow. there. Wow, and <laughs> it's a bit spooky. <laughs> it, it spooky. Well, it, well, it was actually, um, you know, the time bundle was like a bush rangers. It was Cobb and Co. Oh yeah, um, coach stop. Yes, yeah, there's, yeah, there's yeah. A building I stayed in originally. That's what it was. So, wow. so it had a lot of history. I suppose oh. you know, could have been haunted. It could have been. <laughs> but but the thing about it was, it was it was just something you see, and, and I think that sometimes happens in flat lay. If the elements are right, that's right. It creates a certain yeah. Aura. Yeah, that's like there's there's some people that were really clever because flat lays have been around for quite some time now, and they create shapes 
out of their flat lay. So it yes. might be a flat lay of electrical objects that yes. look like a, a light se- globe or yeah, something. Yeah, I've, I've seen that. That's why I say. Yeah. I've, I've seen the ones on plates where people will put different items on a plate. Yes. And it'll kind of, it won't be food, but it, yeah. it's replicating a plate of food. Yeah. And that's a really great way to start with flat lays and start experimenting and playing with things. Yeah. So you could set yourself a little flat lay project. Well, it, it is a creative process. And like I said, you can take objects that aren't normally related to something and make yeah. them look like how many times have you seen those pictures where people have created these amazing mosaics of a face and but it's made of thousands, thousands of, of photos. photos i've always wondered how to do that maybe so, that's something i could do yeah maybe there so. you go <laughs> well, know, it's on that's on a grand scale yeah but but someone's obviously had to practice that and work yeah that out. yeah so the other thing i think there's an there's an interesting phenomenon where i've seen it where a shot's taken and it's using the objects are not necessarily flat lay, but they're layered, so they're coming towards you at different okay. positioning. Yeah. And when you look at it on the side, it looks like nothing. But when you look on it front on, each of those elements oh, cre- wow. creates an element. Yeah. Have Similar you seen to, pictures like that? There's a great car ad that used to be around. Yes. 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 Yeah, 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 where it was like it was all these glass, yes. um, and glass when, balls hanging. And when you hanging. looked front on, you actually it created this image. Beautiful. But when you actually went around the side of it, it just looked like glass balls. It was all this stuff that was yeah. just random. You think, yeah. what, how the hell did that make that? Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. I know. I remember that one. There was, yeah, there's a few different ones, I yeah, think. Yeah, a few different yeah. plays on it. So that's another another area where you could play with creating something so that through the lens of the camera, mm. you're capturing it mm-hmm. in a particular way. Yeah, absolutely. But in, but in reality, it's actually not that at all. That's right. That's right. And there's some really great um, backdrops you can use for your flat lays as well. So there's lots of DIY solutions. So you can have canvases that you've painted yourself. So yep. they're a little bit like an affiliate. Is that how I spell it? Affiliate, those beautiful backdrop canvases? Could be. I'm not I'll, too sure. I'll take it. <laughs> but, you know, there's things that you can use, as we were saying before, the wood with the corner cement. There's also Old pans, old pots and pans, yes. trays and stuff like that are incredible. Yes. The ones that are covered in that black, burnt-on muck that you don't even want to know where it's come from. Yep. Makes the most beautiful well, so, you know, Quite often that's called patina in different things. People love those old, yeah. you, know, the old uh, you know, the rusty milk can or something. Yep. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? It's got the rust on it and, yeah. and the, the handle's worn from... People picking them oh, up and that love sort of it. stuff. Love it, love it. So people like that type yeah. of stuff as well. So yeah, so that's a really cute little project that you could probably work and, on. And and seriously too, like you could theme it around something that's close to you as well. So mm-hmm. there's lots of different things that you might uh, look. I tell you the clever ones. There's a couple of really clever flat lays, photography related. Yeah. The ones that actually people lay their camera gear out to make it look like it's yes. semi-automatic weapon. Yes. Have you seen those? No, I haven't seen that particular one. But yeah, yeah, I've seen some great flat lays with yeah, like camera the, gear. They use a tripod. They use you know, the lenses and they use a battery grip. and We do shoot and, people, so yeah. yeah that's right. <laughs> when, when you look at this thing, it looks like a, you know, it could be an AR-15. So clever. Very, so, very so clever. clever. It's just the placement of, of the items, the colours they've selected, which, you know, and it's funny how our mind, it's a bit like that phenomenon of how we see faces in, yeah. in nature. Yeah. Is that our mind, we, we don't have to give it all the information. No. But we it, give it bits and we fill in the rest. We fill right. the blanks in. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Very so clever. It, very clever. It is very clever. And yeah. like I said, that, and that's, look, that's how people who are, you know, do an illusionist, that's how they trick you. Yes. Because you think you're seeing something, but you're not. Yeah, yeah. So you're actually tricking. So flat lays a way to trick people. It's Yeah, it potentially is, yes. If, if you're skillful. Yes. If you know how to actually manipulate it. Yeah. So... With, 
is there anything you've ever done different with flat lay? Have you ever tried something a bit unusual that didn't work? Oh gosh, in the beginning they never worked. <laughs> um, I mean, have you gone to all this elaborate setup? And yeah, then, and at the end of it, came away with nothing. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Especially in the practice time at home, yes. I would try. I remember I applied for a job once, a photographic job, and part of the um, application process was to submit three flat lays, and I photographed so many flat lays to get through that, get to the next. You know, to get to those get to three favourites. To get your portfolio And I up. tell you what, I made some doozies there. They were just not balanced properly. They weren't the right t- shaped objects, the yep. wrong colour. Well, see, there's a whole, I think there's a whole range of things that happen in flat play. Mm. Flat play, it's, it's the colour, the shapes. Yes. The background, like you said, the light, even the lighting. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, some sometimes you might want to have a bit of shadow in there. Yes, yeah. It could enhance it. Yeah, exactly. I've got a few different kind of flat lay stations at home. I've got a desk that I use, but also um, I sometimes use a floor and yes. use a white piece of paper as a backdrop. Yes, yep. And use studio lighting. And so the the desk table is yes. often the natural light that comes in from the window, which is beautiful. Yes. But then the floor, I'll pull out the whole studio kit <laughs> and get the strobes going. It's pretty full on. <laughs> people, people next door are wondering. Is she having a They're dance the window party? She's she got a disco in there. <laughs> I, remember, I remember driving past the buildings, diversing, and they were setting up. It eventually became a, um, a studio for photography, but when they were setting it up, yeah, I'm driving past and, and they had strobe lights going off and I'm going, what? What the, is going on in what there? What is going on in there? <laughs> and then a few days later, some signage went up, you know, they were you're pet, like, oh, pet, pet, right. Because <laughs> it was an un, unsigned building. So yeah. It was like, yeah, didn't really know what they were doing in there. But Oh, my goodness. All, could, yeah. all you could see is this flash, 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 like there was lightning going off in the building. Gosh, I'm just thinking maybe I should turn Benny into some flat lays. Do you remember years ago there used to be those gorgeous flat lays of babies and they yes. they turned them into superheroes and stuff by putting sheets and stuff around them? I yes. could do a series like that on Benny. Well, I don't know if you've ever seen the animals that are done out of towels. Have you ever seen yeah. that? Yeah. So people, people fold, up, fold up a towel and yeah. make monkeys. And I remember, yeah. It's kind of kind of something. And simple. they did do a flat lay like that many, many, many years ago, didn't they? Yeah. It, well, that's what I'm saying. But the thing is you could even you could even do a flat lay where you cut out shapes out of paper. Yeah. And you created a story based on just a bunch of shapes. Absolutely. And those shapes actually... Yeah, you know, can produce or yeah. repl- replicate something. Absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, so but, many great ideas. Well, I think it's one of the things, and one of the things is like, is it? There's a couple of sites there where you can Pinterest. Oh, Pinterest. Pinterest, <laughs> Pinterest is one. There's a lot. There's a yeah, lot, Pinterest. Lot of, you can get some great inspiration for flat lays. Yeah, so, um, so people can go and look at that and yeah, get even some ideas. I often use um, Pinterest like a Google kind of search, and yep. I'll be as I'll be as specific as possible, like DIY flat lay backgrounds or yes. DIY so you, flat so lay you, techniques. Yeah, you're trying to filter out the. Yeah, and you can find some amazing tutorials that guide you through how to get the right balance, yep. what objects to use, those kinds of things. There's also some incredible tutorials on YouTube yes. that you can watch. And photographers take you through step-by-step step. gear, lighting, settings, settings, the whole thing, the yep. whole thing. Yeah. Do, do you find when you're doing flat lays, is there any particular gear, is there any particular lens that you like to use? Do you like to use a prime? or? Yeah, I prefer to use my 35mm prime. Yep. And I always pop it through Lightroom with a little bit of a... 
you know how you can lens calibrate? So yes, it, yes, yep, yep. Yeah, take, so always take, take the aberration. Yeah, always now. do all of that. Yep. Um, it's amazing but, too, like when you do that lens correction, how the picture all of a sudden, oh. Yeah, it's really, really interesting. And you can do it manually as well if it doesn't quite work, which yeah, happens some, sometimes, from time to time. Sometimes the, the lens profile for your lens isn't in Lightroom. Yeah. So sometimes that's manually. And so what we're saying is like when you shoot naturally with some lenses, There'll be some curvature on the curvature on the sides. or distortion in the yeah. image. There's some corrections that are done in in post where you can actually correct that. Yeah, that's right. That's it's, right. It's interesting playing with it. Sometimes. Yeah, I don't often use it because yeah, there is an in Lightroom there is an automatic. There setup. is. So it basically it's it it reads the the metadata from the camera. It knows what the lens was. Yes. So it actually then applies the right. Yeah, yeah, and I, I yeah, it's something that I'm not. I don't use that often unless I am doing something like a flat lay. If, I, if I'm if i using – I don't use Lightroom a lot, but I do use it occasionally for yep. different things. Sometimes, yeah, I do typically do that. Yeah. I, do kind of, I do kind of like the way sometimes you – don't, you don't see the distortion in the photo yes. until you correct it. And yeah. You go, oh, that's much better. Yeah, and I use Lightroom for editing flat lays particularly because especially if I want to, want to put them in the um, Instagram – kind of format, yes, yep. I can do it quite easily and compare the two images to see how they work, one that's not been cropped and one that has that, been cropped. Because that would be the other important thing about flat lay is, is producing it, whether you're going to produce it as a as – a, um, That's exactly right. You know, whether it's going to be a portrait yeah. or a landscape or it's going to be a, a, a one-to-one that's right. ratio image. Yeah. So, for example, if I'm shooting them for weddings, I photograph it in both formats, so both uh, landscape and portrait. Yes. So, and that the methodology for that or the thinking for that is that if I'm going to create an album for that particular client, I have the option of creating those particular pages, those spreads in the orientation, which is a really important thing to kind of consider when you're photographing weddings. Yep. And Take, that's, a, that's a really good point, I think, for people listening, particularly maybe yeah. people new to photography, is, is understanding that sometimes pictures work better in one one format or another. That's right. So, but sometimes having shooting in both formats... Is going to save you time afterwards. Gives, gives you time yeah. because people go, oh, I can do it in that, but they can crop it down. But, yeah, you change. Yeah, you, you that's change right. That's exactly right. You may not be able to crop it into a portrait if it was a landscape or vice versa. Yes, or it you might, might not you work. Might, you might lose detail. That, that, that's that, right. That, Pulls away from yeah, the image. Yeah, absolutely. So it's not, it's not absolutely. as Yeah, yeah. So I think that's a really good opportunity for people to go yeah. out and try something different. So if you haven't done flat lay, you're at home in isolation and you've got nothing else to do. Have pull, a play. Pull some stuff out. Mm. Maybe, maybe you've got a bit of a perfume collection. Or, <gasps> oh, everyone you know, loves perfume. Or, I mean, I always think that I, I quite often when I'm in places like Myers and different places where they've got perfume, I get the iPhone out. I like to snaps on the pictures of the perfume. Some like, of the it, bottles are so pretty. Well, they've got such great displays sometimes. Yeah. Like a display in the lighting, like sometimes you get this really nice image. That's right. Yeah, so yeah. you just snap it and, yeah, so yeah. there's always something you're going to find at home that's going to be yeah. a suitable subject. Yeah. And it's cheap. Like, so you don't cheap. Re- you don't have to invest in much gear to do it. You don't have to process film anymore, so go for it. Go for it. <laughs> Excellent, Terry. As always, it's been great chatting. Thanks Th- for and the thanks chat. for sharing some of your Yeah, thank some you. Of your, thanks for listening. Your tips there because you obviously um, – you love your flat lays. Oh, yeah. I might actually do a few when I get home. I've got a bit of time now. <laughs> That's it, exactly. Until next time. See, see ya. ya. Thanks, Bye. guys. Thanks for listening to this episode of Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. If you enjoyed the show today, please leave a comment. Or if you have a suggestion for a subject for our next show, also leave that in the comment as well. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.